what's going on, Agents for Life? Welcome to podcast number 198. I'm super glad that you're here. We're going to talk about carriers, my favorite products, my favorite carriers, all the things, because there's an update on the carrier cheat sheet. So if you want to go back in, you can download it. I have updated it. Some of the carriers have made some changes. I've added some of the carriers and their products on there that weren't on there previously. Probably should have been, but hey, you know what? I'm a work in progress too. But I I hope you're having an awesome week, and I hope that uh, you're here in good spirits. And if you're not, let's uh, get on the phone and see if we can get that fixed for you. But um, I'm glad you're with us. I I really am. Uh, We... I say we because my wife and I run the business together and we talk about you all all the time, even though we may not be on the phone as much, but uh, we do talk about you in our thoughts and in our prayers and your success means everything to us. It really does. So if you're struggling with something, please, please, please reach out. I want to hear from you and I want to help you. So with that, let's jump in. We're talking about the carrier. So this is a an informational training podcast and this is maybe one that you can go back and reference later if you want if you want to see the sheet that I'm working off of go into my agent builder go into the sales training and I I'll look it up but it's step like two or three um, that's gonna have a little download that's called pro, uh, carrier cheat sheet mm, let's see so you got the underwriting in step two and then in step three working with leads Uh, You know, I think it's actually step one. Hold on. Yeah, we're going to go back to step one. It is the the second section down. It's called the Carrier Cheat Sheet. And if you open that up, you're going to see all the carriers and all the products. Now, here's why I put this together. When you're a new agent and you start hearing things like strong foundation, I remember being so confused because all the carriers... They name their products, but you don't know if it's term, whole life, final expense, universal. Like, what is it? It's just a name. Well, it's a marketing term, which just makes it challenging for us as agents to know what the heck we're selling. So if you're in that space where you're a little confused on what's what, this podcast is definitely for you. But there's some things for everybody because uh, there's some new underwriting things that I have in my notes. And I'm going to go and just give you a brief rundown of all the carriers my favorite and this is the the i guess the value that that i'm putting in today for you is kind of the the pros and cons of working with each not so much the name you can look up the name but the pros and cons um, and my favorite times to use these carriers for these situations so that's that's my goal today with this podcast so with that let's jump in i've got um at the first and we're just doing like eight or nine different carriers i'm not doing everybody because well number one i don't know all the carriers that well but number two they're most of these carriers that we work with are ones you won't have to work worry about in it for a long time you can have a pretty darn good business on about four or five carriers honestly that's really all you need so if you only have a small handful you're good to go don't don't get caught in the trap of thinking that's holding you back. You don't have to have all the contracts. Get them as you as you need them. But number one, I'm going to go alphabetical order so that we don't uh, show favoritism to any one carrier. At Aetna CVS. So these guys are great for number one. They have a really high comp rate. I think the highest. I think it's at comp level. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, they start at age 45. It's a final expense. It's a senior product. Um, immediate approval, instant approval, uh, all that fun stuff. It's a little bit higher priced 
unless you get preferred rates. Preferred rates are pretty good, but it's they have three different tiers, preferred, standard, and I think a substandard. I can't remember what it's called, but when you go through underwriting, you'll see how they come out on the other side. These guys, they have a, a heightened weight. I think they ask for heightened weight on that application, but they don't take it into effect, into account. So there, you can have uh, a heavy person put him or her on uh, Netna CVS, and they, they won't take into account height and weight. So that's a plus. That's a huge plus um, for that situation. But it is final expense. It's not term, and it goes only up to 50000 for a healthier person, but it's limited when people are less healthy. America was the next one. America is uh, awesome in a few areas. Number one, they have one of the few accidental death benefit products that we can write. And the only thing they're going to ask about is their criminal history and their driving record and, you know, DUIs and things like that. So the person can be unhealthy and get that policy as long as they're not over the age of 60. So that's a good one. Now, when you see America, you'll see term, and then you see these numbers, term 100, and you see 125. That extra 25 just means they get a, an accidental death benefit built in. They get an extra 25% payout if they die by accident. So it's a built-in accidental rider. That's the only thing that is. Um, they're a little bit higher priced. They are, I'll be honest. But they're a good company, really good company. They do require E&O insurance. So there's that. Um, now, they have a CBO plan, a cash back option. If you go, go on the, the, the quote calculator, you'll see CBO. That stands for cash back option. It's uh, 100 and it's 50. That means 100%, 50%. So the 50% is obviously going to be less. That means you get half of your money back at the end. 100 means you get all of your money back at the end. But it costs more. Um, those go all the way up to 400000 non-medical. So great company. Um, Eagle Premier is a good company. I've written many of those. Uh, the thing I like about those is they're easy underwriting. So with these, uh, they ask at the end, I mean not easy underwriting, easy e-signature process. At the end, they ask for a six-digit code. It gets texted to your client. They read it to you. You enter it in, and that's their signature. Pretty awesome, isn't it? If you've ever been through a signature process for like Mutual of Omaha, which is one of the downsides of working with that on a senior product, that is insane and it confuses people. And I've almost lost the business a few times because the person started getting frustrated with trying to figure out how to sign the darn thing. So um, Americo has a really great one. I wish they all followed suit. American Amicable. This is always one of the first carriers everybody has contracted with. We've had a relationship with them forever. And they've got uh, Eagle. I'm sorry, I just did that one. The Easy Term. And the Home Protector, those are both term products with slightly different underwriting, um, age, and, and, and all that. And then um, the difference, though, I think the easy term pays out like way lower comp. Home Protector, you need a mortgage. I don't know if you have to prove, but it's designed for people that do have a mortgage. And so that's the one I would normally gravitate toward would be the Home Protector. Um, senior Choice is their senior product, okay, 50 to 85, whole life. Again, these have all kinds of riders on them. You can get up to thirty-five thousand, which is which is decent for senior choice. Good rates, not the best rates, but decent rates and super easy application process. It's all electronic, easier digital signature. Even though it goes through the craziness of a an e-signature process, it's a lot easier than anyone using iPipeline, which is Foresters, Mutual of Omaha, 
a few others. Anyways, American Amicable, that's another good company. So CFG, CFG still requires a paper application to my knowledge. If you haven't written one yet, it has to be paper first, which kind of presents a challenge. Now, some agents just get around that by writing a paper application on themselves, a really small, cheap one. That gives you access now to write electronic applications, but this is a deterrent. As far as I know, CFG is trying to fix this, but um, they haven't yet. So if you want to quote, you can download their quote calculator. It's going to ask you for a password. The passwords are on this sheet, CFG SIT and CFG FE, before you can get into the, to quote uh, somebody with CFG. But um, they have one of the cool things I like about this company is on that quote calculator, they have a place where you can enter in all the medications and it gives you green, yellow, and red coding to tell you yes, maybe, or no if they're likely to get approved. So you actually have some underwriting help in the quote calculator, not on an underwriting guide. So very cool. Um, I, I, I actually really like that feature on their on their quote calculator. Ethos is next. We all know about Ethos. They're, uh, they fill a really good spot in somebody that's young and healthy. They can get really good term coverage for two, up to 2 million non-medical. Insane. You're not going to get that anywhere else. Maybe Transamerica. But um, instant decision. You just have to take them through the application process and have them um, enroll at the end if they like the quote that they see. Now, this is a, this is a good point. Early on, you're going to get quotes from Ethos that'll just show you along the way, but those are just tracking numbers. They're just it's tracking it this much. You don't get the final quote until the very end. So tell your client, don't pay attention to that. It looks like it's going good, but let's hope it stays. But people fall in love with it too early. They're going to get disappointed at the end when it jumps up if they find something in underwriting. So Ethos does do term, whole, final expense, and it will give you that option at the end if you're healthy. If you're not healthy, it will funnel you to the option that's available. So you might get a graded final expense and that's it because somebody's 70 and just recently had cancer or something. Um, or if you're young and healthy, you know, sky's the limit, take, you know, get, get all that you can or all that you want. Thing to remember with ethos, it's cheap insurance, but it's cheap insurance. So what does that mean? It's, uh, you're not going to get living benefits. The riders are limited. You can't, you can't, you only do so many riders. Um, and even the, the elevated term coverage is going to have banding in it. So you got to watch that. You have five year banding. In some cases, it makes sense. I've got a guy, I put him on this because it was the only thing he could get. But in a few years, he's going to qualify because he's just getting, growing out of a look back period. And he can get ethos or he can get out of ethos. And we're, we have a schedule, you know, a plan in the next year or two to rewrite him with Foresters or GPM when he qualifies. So ethos is a bandaid and it tides him over for a few, for a year or two until he can qualify for something better. So keep those types of things in mind. Clients like when you present them with a strategy, a game plan, because they, they, you know, they know that you're thinking ahead for them. Okay, we're going to talk next about Forrester's Financial. Uh, Forrester's lately is the F word. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't mean that. Um, what I mean by that, they're a fantastic company, but they've gotten really particular about their underwriting. So they'll find reasons to, to, to decline. Uh, the back and forth usually is not very fun. They have all kinds of you know little things that you if you don't get everything just exactly right there's a follow-up um, for signatures you have to redo things 
um, constantly getting requests from foresters to fix this or redo that, whereas other carriers um, will, uh, will let stuff go. So foresters is very picky. That's the one thing that I don't like about them. But they have a fantastic product, a strong foundation term, my favorite for people that use tobacco products but don't smoke. Chewing tobacco, cigars, cigarettes, even occasional like once a week marijuana users. Okay, strong foundation. Non-tobacco rates. Most everywhere else you're going to get tobacco rates because most other carriers say, have you used any form of tobacco? Foresters just cares if you've used cigarettes. So keep that in mind. Up to 500,000 non-medical, which is a higher amount is good lots of good writers okay the your term is the fully underwritten only go there if you have to okay that's not one that we encourage a lot unless you really know what you're doing and you've got the the, the right set of circumstances for a fully underwritten case go back and listen to one of my earlier podcasts about going fully underwritten and knowing when it might be a good idea to recommend it but it's usually not um smart ul it's fine it's a good universal life product don't have anything wrong with it the if you do a smart ul do the smart solve premium okay don't do anything less you're going to do your client a disservice i'm not a huge fan of uls in general because you have to let them know about the un the um the non-guaranteed basis of the product that you're writing that these cash values that you're seeing are not guaranteed you have to let them know that and if they're if they don't know that they're going to come back and get upset later when the cash value is eating itself alive and the carrier is asking them for you know hundreds or thousands of dollars to get caught up or the policy will lapse so it's not like a whole life don't call it permanent coverage don't call it whole life it's universal and it's not right for everybody but just make sure the clients know what they have and that applies to all the universal products not just smart ul if you do a smart ul make sure it's a smart solve premium because that will overfund it a little bit giving it much greater odds of staying in force a long time. I would rather back off the death benefit and overfund it so it's a better quality product than underfunding something that's going to expire down the road because you've tried to get too much death benefit. So um, that's the Smart UL. The Advantage Plus is their whole life. It's one of my favorite um, because it grows so well. It's just the numbers always very robust. So if someone wants a good whole life product, make sure they qualify. Advantage Plus is really great. You can design it for infinite banking. Um, it has cash. So it's a participating whole life, which I really like. And then the plan right is their, is their senior product, final expense. I don't write that one. They sometimes offer a phone interview. Same thing, by the way, with CFG. I didn't mention that. Their final expense also can do a phone interview, a home interview. I hate those because the client has to answer. And if they don't answer, the whole thing gets stuck. And it's from a 1-800 number. And then when they get on, it's very dry. You get, you're talking to an underwriter who reads every single question all the way down. It's about a 10 or 15 minute um, phone call that's dry enough to make your eyeballs bleed. So it's, it's brutal. Um, I prefer final expense that doesn't require a phone interview because, um, because it's one less thing to snag your, um, your policy and keep it from getting approved. Um, I had one guy that would never answer his phone and uh, finally he just dropped the policy. Never, never got issued. He was approved. They just needed a phone interview and he wouldn't do, he wouldn't answer the phone. And so I just lost the sale. Whereas if it was immediate issue, it would have gotten approved and he would probably still have it on the books today. So little inconveniences can be just the thing that a client needed to turn down the coverage. 
And sometimes that's what they're looking for, and so they'll take it. So Foresters, I don't really care for the plan right because of that. Um, they do have some really great uh, places where they shine in underwriting, but uh, generally speaking, I, I think I've written like maybe two of them or something. And their signature process or their online is kind of wonky. I'm not sure. If, if you want to write one of those, make sure you read closely on the process because it's not simple. Um, Gerber is my favorite guaranteed issue carrier. So AIG does it. Um, Americo does it. There's several others. You can even get it through Ethos. Guaranteed issue, as you know, is the last resort. Okay, this is final expense for people that are very, very sick. You could be, you know, stage five cancer. You could be on dialysis. Then you can still get, as long as you fit the age criteria, you can still get guaranteed issue. Does not pay well. So never go there first. Go there as a last resort because it's more expensive for the client and doesn't pay well for you. But out of all of them, Gerber is the best pricing. Goes up to 25,000, instant guaranteed issue. So they're guaranteed to get approval. That's the nice thing is you don't have to worry about getting declined. You just have to get the client on board and then it'll get, it'll get approved as long as they're of age. GPM is next, one of my favorite carriers. The reason I like GPM is because they're not too big for their britches. They're really small, they answer the phone, you can talk to people, you can get answers from people. You don't have to wait, wait on the phone forever. Um, some of these carriers get so big that your wait, NLG is one of my least favorites uh, as far as waiting times. I've waited literally for over an hour. Um, and I, I'm working in the background because I'm a virtual agent. But last week, I built a shelf. I kid you not. Start to finish, cutting the wood, measuring, gluing, okay, putting it all together, spray painting it. It was a painted shelf. It was all finished. It was for my computer underneath my desk just to get it up off the floor. All while I was on hold with NLG. That is a true story from last week. So <laughs> lesson number one, you can make good use of your time, but um, lesson number two, NLG is not good at wait times. But I'm not talking about NLG. GPM, I like them because you don't get that. You get personal service. And they've been approving almost everything lately. Now, hopefully at the time of this recording, that stays, but because it Different carriers ebb and flow, and sometimes they go through their little phases. But for right now, GPM is doing great. They've got the Equity Protector. That's just a fancy name for term. And uh, the UL, they've got a final expense, and those three are really great. The Equity Protector, I've heard it's going to go up to 500000 It's at three right now. I can't wait for that. And then um, the other two, they're all, they're all digital. You don't do any paper applications from day one. As soon as you're approved, you can submit digital. Just make sure if you're doing a universal life with GPM that you talk upline to your manager to help with those illustrations or call the carrier, even better. Um, there's an email you can do with GPM and they turn those illustrations around super fast. So you could probably get them while you're on the appointment with the client in time to close the deal. Um, as long as they're open. the I guess they they close at like 4.30 Central Time. And then Fridays, they close at like noon or something ridiculous. So everybody gets long weekends at GPM. But maybe that's why they're so happy over there. <laughs> I don't know. Great Western, guaranteed issue. Good carrier. I just don't hardly write any of those because they're the exact same as Gerber, only more expensive. So I don't see any reason why to go to Great Western unless I have to. Now, the one reason where I could have to is if somebody's in their 40s and needs guaranteed issue because they're so sick, which hardly ever happens. 
because um, Gerber starts at 50, Great Western starts at 40. So there's a little sweet spot there where you might find someone that's 45, can't get Gerber, but they could get Great Western. On down the line, we're talking about Mutual of Omaha next. Love Mutual of Omaha. Great company. Term Life Express is their, their main term product. IUL Express. Okay, they have... Um, Oh, the Term Life Express, by the way, has a 30-year return of premium. That's the same as Americo's CBO, if you remember that. ROP means return of premium. CBO means cashback option. It's the same thing. The cool thing about the Term Life Express is they also offer a reduced paid-up whole life at the end if you don't want the, the uh, cash. So let's say that your cash is 59000 at the end. Well, you can take that as, as the cash, or you can take that as a reduced, paid-up whole life that now sits there. You never have to make payments on it because you own it outright, and uh, it hangs out. Now, I think it's level. I don't think it grows. I don't think it's participating. I'm not sure. Somebody could fill me in on that, but it gives you the option. So if you do a return of premium product with them, that's a cool feature that I like. The IUL is a great indexed universal product for new people that aren't familiar with running those fancy calculators through Emeritus, NLG, F and G, because those do take a learning curve and you have to have E&O insurance. Although I think Mutual of Omaha may require E&O for the IULE, but I'm not sure. So the Index Universal Life is a simplified issue, index product. It has a 9.25% cap rate. Um, and it's a really simple way for someone to get into IULs um, without having to get into the complicated um, illustrations, which can set you back. One of my favorite um, final expense products is their Living Promise. Prices are great. As long as you know what you're doing on underwriting and you fit the criteria, you get instant decision. The only bad thing, and I've told you this already, they their signature process has got to get redone. Oh my goodness, it is so laborious with people. Now, it's not that hard for a young person, but it's a living promise. So how many young people am I signing up for final expense? Not very many, 45 to 85. So if I'm talking to a 60 year old, okay, they can, they can slog their way through and figure it out. But someone in their seventies, you should hear some of these conversations of trying to get them to DocuSign and find the button. And it, it takes, when you know what you're doing, it takes literally two minutes, but it takes some people 45 because they just don't know where the button is. <laughs> so anyways, there's that, but I do love their product. Um, the, the, all the living, all the, the final expense products are level whole life, meaning the death benefit does not go up. And um, the people, people just like the stability of their, pay, of their premium never going up. Prosperity is next. They've got two products that we write, family, freedom, and final expense. They got fancy with the term name and they give up on the final expense and just called it final expense. So family freedom is their term product. All the way up to 75. Now, this I love. All the way up to $500,000 of term. Now, my experience has been that prosperity is a little more particular with underwriting. I've had a, little, a few more declines than I'd like, than I'd care to admit. Jason, my manager, loves prosperity. He has really good luck with them. So just know they're automated. If you ever get an answer that says it has to go to underwriting, 99% of the time, that means that's just their nice way of saying it's declined, okay? And I heard that from the sales rep, so I didn't make that up. But I like their process. The application's pretty simple. It's all online. I love, love, love their contracting time. Get a new agent, sign on with Prosperity. The next day, they're ready to go. 
like 24 hour contracting time. So I wish all the carriers would learn from that. But living benefits, great pricing, prosperity and GPM are neck and neck in the best pricing in the non-medical term world. And um, if you can navigate their, their underwriting waters better than I can, prosperity might be your favorite from here forward. But their final expense goes up to 35,000. So it's an average final expense policy. I don't think there's anything fancy about it. And Royal Neighbors is next. Now I put Royal Neighbors in here, even though they're not as common and you may not have them and that's okay. The thing that there's two or three reasons why I love Royal Neighbors. Number one, no height weight chart. So you can be as heavy as you want, you'll get approved as long as you're healthy. Have to be at least 50. The only thing we write with Royal Neighbors, we I think we can write the jet term, but there's some problems with that that I, you know, when I got into looking at it and stuff, it just wasn't good. So I don't ever recommend it, but I like their final expense product, um, the 50 to 80 year olds, and it's only up to 30,000. So it's a smaller policy, but it's, it's, uh, I think it's, it's instant decision from if what I remember. I haven't written one for a while, but um, the, the cool thing is they're good for um, people with diabetes and neuropathy. Typically, most carriers, if you have diabetic neuropathy, it's out. They're just going to decline. Even final expense is going to have to go graded or guaranteed issue. Royal Neighbors and our next and final candidate, Transamerica, both accept diabetic neuropathy. So, very cool. Transamerica also accepts heart conditions. Maybe not with diabetic neuropathy because that's a comorbidity situation, but I do like their immediate solutions. It's a simple application. It's beautifully simple. It's probably one of the shorter ones. It's all electronic and they only go up to 25,000. So it's a little bit limited, but um, if you've got somebody with heart issues that's a senior, generally we're gonna be recommending Transamerica. So if you don't have them, they're one that you definitely wanna get starting out because there's a lot of people that have had you know peripheral vascular disease, coronary artery disease, um, heart surgery or stent, uh, heart attack, any of those types of heart issues. Transamerica is most generous one toward cardiovascular issues. So there is a link at the bottom of this sheet called the underwriting drive. You can click on that. All of my research, all of my notes, all of the carrier underwriting guides that I have gathered for specific products I've organized on the Google Drive in that folder. So you don't have to do it. You can just go in there and pull stuff up. So I like to go into the individual carrier um, guides and look at things. And I also like to do check something else out. If you go onto this drive, in the underwriting drive, and you scroll down below the names of the carriers, you're gonna see underwritingapplications.pdf, okay? That is all of the applications that we write. Well, I shouldn't say all of them, but most of them spelled out. So you can read the application language. Very important. If you've got a really hairy case and it depends on a yes or no answer for one of these app, uh, application questions, you can open up the application very simple in this document, scroll down, read question 8C or whatever, where it talks about cancer and see exactly how they phrase the question. Look back, periods, everything. So I use that document a lot when I am checking stuff out to make sure they're a good candidate for a certain uh, policy. But use the cheat sheet. There's a lot here. Uh, if you feel overwhelmed, don't worry about it. Um, I felt overwhelmed in my first few weeks, first few months, actually. Um, it's okay. Just 
make sure that you're checking stuff out and you're doing it while you're talking to the client. You can use this cheat sheet, but then use your manager, use your upline during your appointments to get you the rest of the way there. And you'll learn all these nuances and all these details. Final suggestion, if you don't do this, okay, and I'm going to end on this note, call underwriters and talk to them for a few reasons. Number one, you want them to get to know you. Your name's gonna start coming across their desk. And if they can put a name with a face, they're underwriters, so they're a little bit like robots, but they're also human beings and they're people. And they they have, you know, I mean, they have friends and they have neighbors and they do barbecues and they go to sleep and put their shoes on in the morning and you know, everything, right? So it behooves you to get on their good side. Now, that doesn't mean an underwriter is going to, you know, just approve a bunch of cases just because they like you. I'm not saying that. But I am saying you can put some odds in your favor if there's a sticky situation where they know, like, and trust you, and they know that you're a good agent and that you're diligent. That can go that can go far because an underwriter still, at the end of the day, is a human being making judgment calls. Very analytical and very driven by books and, you know, uh, very specific criteria for everything. I would not want the job of an underwriter, by the way, just side note, but um, they write our paychecks. So call and talk to underwriters. It is a great thing to develop a relationship, but you're going to get a lot of knowledge too. So I like doing risk assessments. Okay. Um, I don't like spending too much time on the phone, but I'll do emails and I'll blast it out to all the carriers. I blind copy each other so they don't see each other and I'll just type it out. So you can do risk assessments that way and you can find out a lot of information, but some of the carriers require a phone call and you can do a risk assessment with a carrier and you'll learn a lot of all this stuff that I'm teaching you over the weeks and months that you start doing that. You're going to learn a lot and you'll become a much better underwriter. The better you get at underwriting, the better your placement and the more you get paid. So hopefully this has been helpful. If you're new, um, this is going to be overwhelming. You might need to listen to it a few times, but pull up that sheet and just, just learn this stuff and learn how to look it up. Um, if you're experienced, you know, hopefully there's some new stuff here. Maybe a couple of ideas that you haven't thought of before. Or a couple of carriers now whose products you maybe you haven't written but maybe you'd like to start. But it's always good to expand and get familiar with what else is out there and have it in your arsenal so that when you come across the right situation, you can pull it out and increase odds for your client to get covered. So thank you. I hope that wasn't too dry and, and informational and by the book. Um, kind of broke the, uh, the format a little bit this week to provide something that's a little bit more cerebral in the training. But I hope it's been helpful. So put this stuff into practice. Let's go out and, and be excellent underwriters and serve our clients, get them protected. And I wish you all an awesome week. Take care. Bye.